Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Welcome back to the Unplayable Podcast. We're coming to you from Delhi here in India's capital ahead of Australia's match against the Netherlands on the 25th of October. The Aussies lost their first two games but have hit back and are now 2-2 and sitting pretty inside the top four of the ODI World Cup this year. It means we're at about roughly the halfway point of this tournament and the Dutch, well, they've already knocked off South Africa so they are not to be taken lightly. Louis Cameron is back. He'll join me for this upcoming chat with Adam Zampa and we may as well jump straight into it. Here's Adam Zampa. So Adam Zampera on the Unplayable Podcast, how are you enjoying India so far, about halfway through the World Cup? Yeah, it's been a um, pretty long tour already, but yeah, really enjoying it. Um, it's been a hectic schedule, really busy, obviously playing the one days, having a couple of days and, and heading to to different parts of the country. Um, it seems like we go from the north to the south, back to the north a lot, but um, yeah, really enjoyable. We get to come to different cities, Delhi, Delhi obviously one of the biggest cities and then you go to places like oh, we really enjoyed Kerala yeah. um, and then we go to somewhere like Dharamsala soon so was, yeah, yeah, you get a different aspect of the country throughout the whole tour you probably don't see this much of the country when you're playing IPL even I guess is that the case no it's exactly right yeah IPL you kind of have a team and you know the teams that have been around for so long anyway um, been to the cities so many times whereas this tour we've been quite lucky to um, yeah, go to those places you know, Kerala, I've ne- never been to. We stayed on the on the cliff front. Um, yeah, and you get to see different parts of the country. It's it's really cool. You got your young son Eugene on tour as well. I'm right in saying that. Um, yep. you know, what's that kind of dynamic like showing him around India for the first time? I imagine it's actually he's only 16 months old, but it's his second time. Is it right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's we've been calling him him and uh, Oscar, which is Inglis's little son. Uh, I think he spent about half of his life in India and Eugene's <laughs> spent about, after this tour, he's spent about a quarter of his life in India. So we've been calling them Oscar Bay and <laughs> Eugene Bay. They could have passports by the time they're kind of done. Like, you know, if you wanted them, you know, if it wasn't working out in Australia, you know, um, for their career, career. We're shopping them around to IPL teams already. <laughs> to play as a local. Yeah. 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 Could have helped you. <laughs> hasn't yet <laughs> <laughs> is it a different dynamic Zamps in terms of you know all of you guys are a little bit older now like you, there's same even me just having arrived the other day um noticed you know pat cummins kid running around and it seems like you guys are all at a slightly different phase of your lives is that kind of fair to say what's the that dynamic like yeah i mean we always time it pretty well that the families are kind of here at the same time um which is important, obviously, the families then get to connect with each other, you know, kids playing with each other. Um, and then once, you know, when family's not here, it's it's tour life as you expect it. Like, um, you know, guys go off and play golf. Um, everyone's in each other's rooms drinking coffee, talking smack, kind of 
naturally happens because you don't want to be in your room by yourself um, for, for too long. Um, bit of me time's okay, but usually, yeah, you end up in someone's room, keeping each other company. It's just, yeah, as I said, naturally how it happens and it's how it's always been really, even when you're young guys. Um, that's, that's basically what happens now that we're all, you know, got families and, and young ones around. Yeah, changes definitely when they're there. Um, you know, my days look a little bit different than they did a week ago when they weren't here. Um, but yeah, it's, I definitely prefer when they are here. <laughs> and on the hotel, uh, can you shed a bit of light on the hotel pool incident that uh, we heard a bit about a few weeks ago? Hotel pool incident? Yeah, happy to. Happy to be 100% honest with you guys. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I love, I love swimming in the pool. I'm a pool guy. It's kind of a twice a day thing, maybe three oh. times. Get in, get in the morning, have a quick swim um and then usually in the afternoons i'll go and have a stretch and chill out by the pool and this day i thought i'm gonna do a couple of underwaters <laughs> i don't I usually like maybe wear goggles to do my underwaters breath holds yeah. um when you're talking like, underwaters you're talking like i'm how doing far like laps. You can go. yeah, how, yeah like i just try and you know hold yeah. my breath get the lungs going yeah and then this how, how, on a side note how far can you go well, uh, well until i go into a wall about <laughs> <laughs> 10 meters <laughs> no um <laughs> So that fateful afternoon, I thought, you know, I don't need goggles today. I reckon I can go pretty dead straight. Um, took my breath, went down, closed my eyes. Uh, went, I think I must have just went and veered straight to the right. Got a rude shock and um, got up and was actually worried I was missing some teeth, but oh. luckily I wasn't. Um, but yeah, just claret everywhere. I didn't yeah. say anything to anyone and then the next day just thought I could potentially... <laughs> No one will get away with it and then apparently I well not apparently I had like a big scar there and a big scar there yeah. and people were like what happened to you so did you not tell anyone because you were slightly sheepish about what had happened um yes yeah very sheepish yeah, yeah. fair enough yeah whether they I was more worried about like them going up swim into a pool yeah right what really happened <laughs> yeah. So, yeah and can you see the irony that you've been wearing the goggles while playing but not in the pool i guess a joke has been made <laughs> as well yeah <laughs> um it's well can you kind of take us back to the start then of this world cup because there's been like we're having a laugh about your your pool thing but it's probably third or fourth on the list of your physical kind of ailments yep. that have been worrying you can you kind of list us through them as much as you're kind of willing to talk about yeah, well, the pool incident was number one. Um, I'll pre to the pool incident. I've had uh, a glute niggle, which happened in the second ODI versus India. Um, and, yeah, never never really had a glute niggle. Tried to um, obviously give myself a bit of time and uh, rest pre-World Cup, and that kind of just didn't get any better. Um, and then, yeah, since then, I got the glute working. That was working fine. Thought, great, let's go into the gym and do a bit of glute rehab and get a bit of gym work done pre, um, I think it was the Sri Lanka game. Um, and, yeah, I was doing a bit of, bit of work there and got back that night and um, had a bit of a stiff back, woke up the next morning and don't know if you've had a back spasm, but, like, yeah, couldn't, couldn't breathe and like, just, you know, that, like, sharpish nerve pain. Um, yeah, quite excruciating and then... Um, basically got to the Sri Lanka game um, I I had a fitness test the morning of the Sri Lanka game um, and it wasn't great but 
kind of just, yeah, I don't know, just really wanted to play. Yeah. Um, what do you actually do physically, Zamps, to um, overcome that? Like, is it a matter of, like, loosening the back up? Or? Yeah, it's basically trying to get some heat into the back, um, work, getting everything else working around it. Um, so I could, could bowl, like, there's pain relief, um, and potentially that was one issue that first game against Sri Lanka I might have had a bit too much pain relief um first first hour a bit of a blur um to me and then the last five overs it's probably going to sound stupid but when I got my wickets the last five overs I was could hardly get through the crease there's there'll be some footage of it but like uh to like get down to try and get a ball or even to like to move or to go through the crease it was that sharp nervy pain but I did say in the fitness test, I was like, I think adrenaline could get me through and it, it got me through a few overs and then I think after eight, I was like, I can't bowl anymore. Um, and then the back spasm then slowly got better once we got to Bangalore for the, who did we play last game? Pakistan. Pakistan. Um, and then, yeah, just woke up the morning before the game. I was like, oh, this is actually worse again. And I was maybe thinking something more sinister was about to happen and then got to training and just virus. Um, so, yeah, I was in the wars a little bit there for a few days. So you just started feeling ill on started feeling top Ill of it. Started feeling ill at training. And, I, well, the back was getting better for the last three days and I was like, why is it going backwards? Got the spasms again and can hardly move. Got to training, had no energy and was like, oh, I think I think this is why. You know, like you get a virus, you're a bit more compromised, your body's aching a little bit more. Yeah. So kind of worked out maybe something was happening and then went went back to the hotel, was cooked, had a fever all night um, and then woke up at about 9am pre-Pakistan game. Harriet woke up next to me and she's like, you're not playing today, are you? And I was like, absolutely no chance, <laughs> no way. And then about an hour and a half later, I was like, I think I might just go see the physio. Like I'm starting to feel a little bit better. I don't think I'll play, but let's see if I can just get the back moving. Still thinking after I see him, he'll just be like, you look cooked, mad, or your back's too, too stiff, mm. don't worry about it. And then he saw my, had a feel around, did a bit of work. And he's like, you're a bit stiff, but you're moving okay. And I was got to the time to leave for the bus. I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll just go down, see if I've got the energy and see if I can get moving. And I was still in my head like, there's absolutely no chance I'm playing today. And then we get to the ground, see the physio, do a bit of my mobility work to get going, still in my head gone, feeling like bowling here is going to be too much. So go and have a bowl, it's too much. I'm like, nah, can't do it. Ronnie and Bales come over and I'm like, look, I'll give it one more crack. I'll go up to see the physio. The physio's like, this is either going to free you up or it's going to ruin you for the day and your back will be even worse, but it'll be fine, at least we tried went in there had like 20 minutes for the toss um got the deep heat like it ha had everything he was smashing my back with his elbow just to get it moving yeah. i w walked back out then i was it's like a miracle uh, yeah we saw we saw you from the press box you ran underneath sort of where we were sitting and you gave matthew hayden i think a thumbs up or something and we uh, thought oh he must be good to go but you were just going in for that extra bit of work, perhaps. Well, commentators, I never know what to give them. So <laughs> I think it might have been Hados. And he was like, how are you, man? And I was just like, 
<laughs> yeah, right. I'll give you the thumbs up, yeah, but yeah. I actually don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, ran back up, ran back down, had a mm. bowl, it felt fine. So kind of hoping we bowled first, just because like I was like, oh, I feel yeah. alright now, and I'll have the energy, and then worrying this virus will kind of hit me in the afternoon because I slept like crap. Um, and then yeah, got to like six or something in the night we were about to bowl, and I yeah hit the wall. Um, back was still feeling a bit sore, but we had it was it was going okay. And then once got out there, adrenaline hit, um, and I was I was fine. And then <coughs> that night, got back to my room and was cooked, <laughs> absolutely cooked. But like I'm recovering okay. I've still got a bit of a stiff back, and but it's it's getting better. But once the virus went, it's just kind of yeah, I'm starting to feel a bit more human being. But yeah, I was in the in the wars there for a week yeah <laughs> i mean like all that's kind of one thing but like you know physical and the virus and stuff but the mental like that must be stressful in terms of um am i going to play today am i not like how have you dealt with that side of it um or does it not affect you in the same way like no, are you it, pretty happy go lucky with it it has because like i naturally don't want to let anyone down um and like literally before the World Cup, Ronnie, you know, he's like telling me we're kind of been dealt a hand here. Ash probably not going to be part of the World Cup. You're going to be yeah. the main spinner with Maxi, and I was like, "It's fine, mate. <laughs> Thanks for backing me. It'll be fine. I won't miss a game. Like, I've, when have I ever missed a game for yeah. Australia? <laughs> yeah. Never, never missed a game for injury. Yeah. I don't think I've ever missed a game for illness. Um, and then, yeah, literally the first three games I've been." <laughs> Less than 50-50 before yeah. the game starts. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. Now, well, that that was kind of my attitude. Naturally, I wanted to 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 play for that reason, being the, the spinner in the squad. But um, yeah, just really competitive too. And I, I like would rather play and make it worse than sit there back at the hotel going like, well, you know, I actually feel like I can can make a difference now. Feeling okay to play. I'd mm. rather push the limits a bit. Yeah. And fans of Australia would be happy that you did play because back-to-back four-wicket holes. How do you feel like you're bowling at the minute? And tell us about the challenge of bowling leg spin in India. Is it the hardest place in the world to bowl? Um, yeah, well, firstly, it feels good to be back in the wickets. Um, yeah, I mean, didn't bowl at my best against Sri Lanka, that's for sure. And obviously knowing that I was compromised, I wasn't too fast. I just felt like if I could stay in and... Yeah and be around and stay in the competition a bit, I could maybe make a difference. Um, and then, yeah, the Pakistan, I felt like, don't know how, I still body feeling a bit compromised and mine's not quite 100% mm-hmm. there. I actually felt like it's the best I've bowled in a little while. Yeah, right. Leg spin's a funny thing. Like, you you could be down on confidence, the ball's not coming out, you're not getting, you know, I wasn't getting my best preparation in because nah. just naturally how I was feeling and everything as well. Um, and there was work that I wanted to do that I just couldn't quite do. And then pre-innings against Pakistan, I I bowled like crap in the warm-up during the day. Obviously, the fitness test, I was, the ball still wasn't yeah, coming yeah, out yeah. how I wanted it to. And then literally bowled like six or seven balls <coughs> to Alex Carey, who was keeping. And I just figured something out in my head. And I was like, oh, okay, that's how I wanted to feel and look. Right tonight and then took it out there and it was yeah like the best I've bowled in a while you know di cricket ball 
come out exactly how I wanted it to, adapted to the conditions and, and bowled well to the, the players that I'd prepped for. Yeah. And do you think there's more pressure on you as a spinner to like succeed in India? Because there's this perception that spinners have to go to India and bowl well, I suppose. Um, I think like a good day can look different anywhere in the world. Like a four for 53 can look really good, but the other day, you know, one for 53 could have also have done the yeah. job and looked really and been the right Just as result yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I always try and keep that in mind when I'm reflecting on how I've gone and my figures and all, all, all that stuff. Like I, there is this perception that spinners are meant to do really well in in India, but there are some grounds where like one for 60 can be a good day or, right. yeah, I don't know. It's just... It's, it's the attitude that you know Ronnie has as well. He's like very open and upfront about um, you know reflecting. He's like, I think one for sixty was a really good day today. Like yeah. you got a big wicket. It was a tough ground to defend, things like that. Um, and that's the kind of yeah attitude that I have. You know, we're playing in Delhi. It's going to spin. Uh, maybe one for thirty-eight's a good day. Okay. Or maybe three for sixty-five's a good day. Could be. You know, one or the other, but it's just the way I reflect on it, really. Part of it as well, Adam, like in terms of like you just look so pumped up when you got those wickets against Pakistan. And I kind of think back to that 2021 World Cup when, you know, whether you think this or not, but people kind of said you were almost like the spiritual leader of that team in terms of the energy <laughs> you brought. And, um, you know, tell us whether you agree with that, first of all. But is there a sense of you, you having an awareness of how much um, not just you doing well, but you kind of being engaged in, in that sense can have a lift on the team? Um, no, it's not something that I'm really conscious of. I, yeah, I don't know. Just the other night felt really important to me. Like I feel like we're in a position in the World Cup that if we'd lost, we were going to be in a compromising position and winning was going to put us back where we feel like we should be. So... To me, it was just like I was extra pumped up because I was out there and I was like, I can't believe I'm actually out here at the moment. Um, I can't believe I'm actually bowling the ball where I want it to go because that hasn't happened for the last couple of weeks as well. Yeah. Um, all that combined with then the game in the balance um, and then, yeah, just succeeding is it was a really good feeling for me at the time. Like I just, yeah, I was really pumped. Mm. I think Stoyne got me up and about as well. He's one of those ones... You know, if he's up and about and given the big sellies, it gets the boys up and about as well. So, um, yeah. Yeah, um, we're going to ask him about that as well. But, um, like, that sense of the tournament being on the line as well, like that, you're almost saying that's a bigger motivating factor because you know that, yeah, maybe you could lose one more, but it's going to put you in a really difficult spot. Yeah, I mean, I try and have an attitude of, like, even no matter what game's coming up, whether it be... World Cup final or any game, I try and approach it as if it's not as important as it, you know, some people would say it is. Mm -hmm. So like a World Cup game, season on the line, I still try and have the attitude of like it's, if I put more pressure on it, then I just, the result, like, I don't think it's gonna, gonna matter as much. Like, like it, not it matter as much, but I'm not gonna get the result that I want. Mm -hmm if I want it too much. Mm -hmm. um, 
if I've explained that really well. But yeah, you want to start from the start with that yeah. one. <laughs> um, yeah, basically just trying to approach each game as if they're not as important as they, yeah. you know, are perceived to be. I would have almost thought you'd be the opposite. I know what you're saying. Like you're almost trying to like um, reduce the pressure on yourself a little bit. But I, I, the watching you bowl and the way you play, like I almost think that you're psyching yourself up. Well, the next all, part, yeah. the next part to my answer was going to be: it's really hard to stop that when you're out there and you go, "All right, fuck the, it's on the line, the game's in the balance." It's really hard not to be like, "Yeah, this is a big moment." Mm. Um, the approach pre-game is different to the how it plays yeah. out organically on the field. Because yeah, like the other day, I was definitely, you know, this is important. Um, it's important for the team, important for myself, important for the you know the rest of the tournament as well. So yeah, yeah. attitude versus yeah. Um, result, a bit different. Before we let you go, we've got to ask more about the actual um, the goggles. Josh, do you want to? Well, yeah, this I mean, is your thing, isn't yeah, it? We've yeah, we've touched on the goggles, which I'm fascinated by, and they were obviously came in handy when the dust storm hit the other night in yep. luck now. But you've also got these other grey sunglasses where a lot of your teammates have gone with the big not on me. the big Pat Cummins we've seen with them, Mitch Stark, the really big ones. These are a lot thinner. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Talk us through the uh, these these bad boys. G'day listeners, this is future Josh jumping in just to let you know that at this point of the interview, Adam Zampa actually pulls the sunglasses in question out of his pocket that he's wearing. Now we did not know that he had them on him. Uh, this was not set up and that's why we can't hold it together because he slips them onto his head. It's absolutely hilarious and it definitely caught us off guard. Okay, back to the interview. So, <laughs> I've, uh, so we'll answer the, the boring one first. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The on-field ones yeah. are my prescription glasses. Are they really? Yeah, they're prescriptions. So oh, I usually right. wear contacts. Right. Trying everything I can to not, try and not drop every catch that comes to me. So these are my... <laughs> my new attempt at that um so i've got the the prescription goggles in um these ones are i just walked through an airport one day and saw bolo now making the vintage yeah 90s glasses and obviously you think back to like mcgill uh yeah. mark war i had to get myself a pair so um bolo are on board now Fantastic. yeah partnership really yeah official oh, partnership so yeah. make sure you get around them right bolo yeah. Did we, I mean, we thought you'd pick them up from a servo on the way to the airport to, to come to India, but they're, they're legit. These sunnies, are legit bolos. <laughs> Bolo Australia. Are you, are you, I think of Glenn McGrath 2003 mm. World Cup. That's who I think of when I see you in those. Is that what you're kind of going for? No, I think of like McGill in the three ODIs he played. <laughs> yeah. Or every game that McGill played. If you Google, yeah. I think there's a great photo of McGill and Warren wearing the bolos. Adam, thanks for the insight. We've really appreciated you chatting to us on the Unplayable Podcast. All the best. All right. Thanks for having me. Cheers. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.